A survey sponsored by the National Eye Institute found that, and not surprisingly, that 71% of respondents reported that a loss of their eyesight would rate as a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10, meaning that it would have the greatest impact on their day-to-day life. That said, another survey published by the Harris Poll found that less than one in five, that's 19% to be specific, were able to correctly identify the three main causes of blindness, which are glaucoma, age-related macular degeneration, commonly referred to as AMD, and diabetic eye disease. Well, I think it's safe to say eyes play a critical role in our health, so it's reassuring to know that a variety of measures can be taken to ensure that your eyes are protected and remain as healthy as possible. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and back with us today is Mihaela Bense, public health expert for Transamerica Institute, and she's here to offer actionable ways to help protect your eyes and preserve your vision. But before we get started, I'd like to remind you that if you've got any topic ideas you'd like us to address or hear more about, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. Well, now, Mahala, it's good to have you back here today. Hey, Al. It's a pleasure to be back. So can you start us off with some background on the importance of taking care of our vision? Yeah. So our vision is very important to our overall health right? I mean, it allows us to do lots of things like tread around stuff, see street signs, and read fine print. The National Eye Institute projects that in the years between 2010 and 2050, the number of individuals affected by common eye diseases, including age-related macular degeneration, glaucoma, cataracts, and diabetic retinopathy will double. Early treatment is absolutely critical to prevent some of these eye diseases from causing permanent vision loss, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC. Well, actually, those eye diseases doubling like that, I mean, that's really unbelievable. And let's let's face it, while many of us are accepting of the fact that as we age, our eyesight will worsen, I've got to believe that, you know, there's some steps we could and should take to improve our vision and protect our sight and prevent many of the diseases that compromise the health of our eyes, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There are a few things that we can do to benefit our eye health as well as protect our vision. Good. That's encouraging. Now, perhaps you could start us off with some steps folks can take to benefit and protect their eye health. So the first thing I want to touch on is just getting regular eye exams. Eye diseases Mm -hmm. can easily go unnoticed since lots of vision issues actually don't show any signs or symptoms. So that's why it's really important to see an optometrist or ophthalmologist for regular checkups. And although your vision might appear healthy to you, there's really no way to be certain unless a trained professional observes them. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Now, what should someone expect to have uh, occurred during an eye exam? There's a few different types of exams, but one of them is the measurement of your visual acuity, and this is just to see if you need corrective lenses, according to Mayo Clinic. This is that exam where you stand a certain number of feet away from that chart and you try to read off. Then there's a dilated eye exam, which is a different type of exam that is necessary to find eye diseases in early stages when treatment's most effective, according to the National Eye Institute. During this type of examination, drops are put into the eye to make your pupils larger, And this way, your doctor can actually see inside. The doctor should look for things like visual acuity, eye alignment, eye movement, and depth perception. 
In terms of how often these exams should take place, really, you want to talk to your doctor about that because it does vary from person to person. I get that. And I would suspect that, uh, you know, the older you are, um, it's you're probably uh, expected to be checked a little bit more often, say, than a healthy younger adult. So then uh, what other ways can we protect our eye health? You really want to be privy to your family history, and you want to be able to share this information with your ophthalmologist because this can really be a a life-saving thing to do. Lots of hereditary eye diseases won't show signs or symptoms until later on in life, according to an article published in the American Academy of Ophthalmology. According to the Glaucoma Research Foundation, actually, genetic studies have suggested that more than 50% of glaucoma is familial. So the more you know about your family history about eye diseases, the more you can share with your doctor and the better the outcomes for diagnosis and treatment may be. I can speak to that on a personal level because our family you know, has a documented history of uh, glaucoma. And it's really critical to know and share these details as it may save your sight. Now, are there common symptoms out there that may be indicative of an eye emergency? Yeah. Visit an emergency room or urgent care center if there's an injury to your eye, if you have swelling, bleeding, pain, or sudden vision loss. Another medical emergency called retinal detachment also increases as you age. So it's a condition that's usually painless, but it can threaten your vision if it's not treated promptly, according to Mayo Clinic. If it's painless, then you need to be aware of that. Boy, I hadn't thought about that before. Could you shed some light on the symptoms for retinal detachment? Yeah, so uh, detached retina symptoms include sudden eye floaters, flashes of light, or darkening of your vision, according to the Cleveland Clinic. Get care right away if you notice these, since your vision can be permanently damaged if you wait. Agreed. That's uh, nothing you want to fool around with. And as we're talking on the topic of getting medical care, what measures can folks do to make sure their vision care is affordable? A vision coverage health plan is a great option. Vision coverage helps pay for vision care like glasses and eye exams, which can really add up. If your health plan does not cover vision, you can buy a standalone vision plan to help reduce your vision-related care expenses. You can also search for plans online or use the services of an insurance agent. Lastly, I also want to touch on some national programs like Eye Care America and New Eyes for people with limited income. Mahela, that's a great intel for anyone seeking ways to make their vision care more affordable. And, yeah. um, you know, the, the the pricing, you know, of these is typically pretty affordable. So it's, uh, you know, certainly something that somebody ought to look into, even if, uh, if it's not being offered to them. So uh, what else have you got for us? Wear sunglasses. A report by the Vision Council in 2016 revealed that while 75% of people in the U.S. were concerned about eye issues that might arise from UV rays, only 31% actually protected their eyes with sunglasses when they went outside. So whether you are headed to the beach or spending a day snowboarding or hiking up a mountain, try to protect your eyes and wear the appropriate sunglasses, which are those that block 100% UVA and UVB radiation. Sounds like I can check that box, and I might add that I'm glad to know that my shades I've been sporting are more than just a fashion statement. Okay, now anything else you'd like to share on the topic? If you're like me and you spend a lot of time focusing on a screen like a smartphone or a computer Mm -hmm. screen, your eyes can get really fatigued. For these individuals, try the 20-20-20 rule to reduce your eye strain. Every 20 minutes, look away for about 20 feet in front of you for 20 seconds. 
Also, since we are talking about eye strain, I want to touch mm -hmm. on blue light glasses. A study published in the National Library of Medicine determined that there was actually little evidence to support the use of blue locking filters or glasses in the prevention of digital eye strain. That's so. interesting. Uh, the 2020-20, I think, is, uh, well, I'm going to be jotting that down and using that because I probably spend way too much time on the screen. So that, that's good to know. And I'm also glad to know I didn't race out on that fad and on the bandwagon and pick up those uh, blue light glasses that you're talking about. Okay. Well, any final thoughts before we call it a day? There are certain lifestyle habits that we can develop to help our eye health. This includes eating a diet that's rich in antioxidants, kale, spinach, carrots, really any type of vegetable. It also is recommended that you maintain a healthy weight and quit smoking if you do. All these factors will help you preserve your eye health, according to the CDC. Great research and good advice, Mahala. And here's hoping you'll join us for future episodes. If you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. And also, don't miss our recent episodes on retirees returning to work, men's health screenings, and financial literacy. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcasts on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast, and at transamericainstitute.org. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe be well, and thanks for listening. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance. 